Hey, what is going on, podcast listeners? Thank you so much for being here today. Welcome to yet another episode of the Martin Hughes Show. I can officially say episodes now because I have two episodes under my belt. Yes. Yeah, that felt really great. Long way to go, but yes. On today's episode, we're talking with Sonia Zarbatani. She's a life coach, a mom, wife, business operator. She does it all. She's business operator. She used to work with the f- biggest fashion brands in Canada, like Vince Camuto, Sanctuary. She's She does a lot of consulting for these big brands. And now she's focusing more on the life coaching side of her business. She's spending a lot of time on that. She's doing a lot of live events, live talks about business, about personal development. I just recorded an amazing talk with her. So I hope you get a lot of value from this. And I hope that you enjoy it as much as I enjoyed being a part of it and recording it. So without further ado, enjoy the show. Sonia, welcome to the show. Uh, you're always full of positivity, energy, and enthusiasm, and so I just love it. Uh, this morning, for those of you that are just listening and watching, uh, I came over and she was already like beaming with energy. I'm always. not. I'm not really a morning person, so <laughs> we, we've met at various conferences. Yeah. And for the few of you who don't know who she is, she is a life coach, a speaker, uh, mom, wife, a business operator. Well, it used to be a business operator of, uh, of fashion brands mm-hmm. like Vince Camuto, Sanctuary. Your father is the founder of um, Zarbi International. Mm-hmm. You've always grew up in this industry of fashion. This brings me to what I wanted to start with, which is why did you decide after going to school, well, after finishing your bachelor, to just move out of Montreal? Instead of joining the family business, you moved out, you moved to L.A. Mm-hmm, to did. become a life coach. Yeah. What sparked that uh, that interest to go there? Well, first of all, thank you for having me. It's actually really fun to just sit and have this amazing conversation you know when you click with certain people you and i at events it's all about good vibes and i knew that this was going to be really fun so uh, let me tell you a little bit why because this is also such a question that always comes back you know i grew up in the family business i know how to build businesses i know how to take a fashion brand from inception into a multi multi million dollar business but for me it's all about passion and purpose and when I was a kid I grew up went to school and was groomed in a very young age that I was going to have to take over my family business and these fashion brands but I wanted to go out and not just be la petite de guest or you know my my father's like daughter I wanted to make a name for myself I wanted to find out for myself what I wanted to be when I grow up so I moved I wrote literally my last exam at uh, John Wilson School of Business after going to Western and I was out I was on a plane to LA my dad was not happy with that he cut me off and I went off on my own and I wanted to go discover what I truly wanted to do and who I truly wanted to be and so I moved that's amazing um and which Brings me to a point, I I get this asked fairly often, especially on Instagram, where people will tell me they want to do their own thing. Yes. But uh, they're, for some reason, they're held back by their environment or their social circle, or uh, most of the time they're held back by their parents. And how did you deal with, you know, having confrontation with your dad or, or, or however you dealt with it? So here's the thing. It's funny because in my coaching, it comes up over and over and over again because so number one, there's always society. Then there's always whether it's your parents, if you're growing up 
or if it's your husband, if you're married, it could be your wife, it could be your social circle. Mm. It could be those that you love the most that we feel should be the most supportive of us, but yet so many times they hold us back. And that's something that so many people deal with. And how I dealt with it, again, it's really not something that's easy to deal with because we all are looking for validation. It's, it's really quite simple. We want to be validated by those that we love. Mm -hmm. So for me, of course, I wanted to be validated by my, my father, by my mom. I wanted to make them proud. So what I needed to look at, and this is a tip that I give people because it's so important. Look at, you know, why this validation that you need this validation from whether your parents or your husband or your wife and see what they are, what they determine is their definition of success. Because what you can decide as your definition of success is not maybe my definition of success. So what you go after will not be the same thing as what I go after. So maybe the best thing to do is to sit down with your family, sit down with your loved ones that don't support your bigger goal, your bigger journey, and really sit down with them and come from a place of, I want to understand where they're coming from. Mm -hmm. And then you're going to start explaining the reasoning behind what you're going to do. But you have to be so strong in terms of I know where I'm going. I know that I have a huge calling and that if you don't move, if you don't try it, if you don't do it, you're always going to have this, uh, what if, Yeah, you know, I should have done it. And then you'll, it. you'll, you'll grow up with regret yes. and probably resentment for the people that held you back too. Because in the moment you do, um, you do avoid confrontation, but I think long-term that's going to poison the relationship. You know, so many times when I was going to school, everybody said, you know, I, after CJEP, they said, oh, I'm going to move away to university. And we all talked, you know, let's go to Western. And I always wanted to go to Western. I was the only one that went. I didn't okay. have any friends that went. Because it's one thing to say, I'm going to move away. I'm going to do, I'm going to do. But then it's something else to actually pack your bags and go. To actually take the job. To actually take these bigger decisions in your life that are going to make who you are in your life. So mm -hmm. if you can start taking these big decisions when you're young, you're going to be so much more ahead because you will have already taken them. And think, well, what's the worst that can happen? Come back. It's going to be fine. Yeah, that's... That <laughs> Your is, parents will take you back anyways. That is so true. Right? It's the same It's the same thing with people that say, oh, you know, I want to try starting my business or yeah. I want to try doing this. I always tell them like, worst case scenario, you'll go back to, let's say you, you have your nine to five, which at the moment you don't like. Worst case, you're going to go back to that. Like, I don't think um, people actually think this through. Mm -hmm. they, they, just, they just believe like, oh, if this happened and I fail, it's the end of the world. Well, but it's, really also, <laughs> it's also, you know, with that, like, I coach so much on that specific topic, which is the transition. Right. And the transition happens differently in different parts of your life. So as a student, let's say your first job or if you want to move away, the risk is so much smaller than if you're 45 married with three kids, a mortgage and so much, you know, so many expenses to pay. So you really have to take a step and look at, okay, the transition into living a life of passion and purpose and of real doing the job or the business that you've always wanted, it comes in different stages of your life. So it's much easier when you're young because Again, what's the worst that can happen? How much is your life actually costing you? What, 30 grand a year? For Worst case, you'll move back to your parents or you'll get a shittier little apartment or you'll, you know, but when it's 
at a point where you're married and you have kids and a really big lifestyle, it's a bit of a more, it's a, it's a it's more harder, complex. it's more complex, but it doesn't mean it can be done. It just needs to have a better game plan. It's all about setting together and putting forth that game plan. Mm -hmm. What advice would you have for someone that wants to, because you moved to a big city, obviously. I moved L to a lot of it. I did LA. Wait a second. I started LA. Then I went from LA. Oh my gosh. I didn't even, do you even know this? So I went from LA to Brentwood, Tennessee, because I actually became a corporate consultant in a startup business that had hyperbaric chambers for hyperbaric yeah, chambers. Yeah, using wow. hyperbaric chambers for HIV and hepatitis B, hepatitis C. This was a six-month transition. Then I went from Brentwood to Las Vegas, which I lived for two and a half years. Then I went back to LA, moved to Newport Beach, which I adored for a year. Then I moved, then my dad was like, ah, you got to come back and take over the family business. I wasn't ready. So I moved to Vancouver and mm -hmm. then I took over the business and I started doing sales. So yes, I've definitely, I have no problems packing bags and going for it. Do you, do you have any kind of advice for someone that maybe they're from Montreal, maybe they're from another city, but they want to move to a different kind of city, a big city. Do you have any advice for them to, because a lot of times I think what's holding most people back is an unfamiliar environment yes. where they might not have the friends that they have. They might not have the social circle that they have and they're afraid of starting over, Yeah, which is something that you've done over countless times. Over and over. But you probably have some sort of way to make those connections or at least to... to 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 create an environment where you belong yeah but how, you know how what do you, so, how do you do that so here's the thing it's you know i see this as such a huge asset and such a huge opportunity because now cut to you know whether 10 years later these are all my contacts this is all my network i go to la these are friendships these are networks when i pull events and i do retreats or i do you know these all these amazing cool things these are this is people that i pull from because yeah. it's all about your network and if your network can come out of just this local city you mm -hmm. know my next retreat like i'm plant these are all friends because if you become international they want to work with you they want to play with you they want to build with you so for me it's about really sur surrounding yourself with like-minded individuals people always say that word and, and i just find it really truly means people that are hungry and that want more out of their life so the mm -hmm. more you surround yourself with those types of people there are in every single city people told me when i moved to la don't move to la they're all so superficial i have some of my <laughs> that is such a crude generalization all the time. oh my god and i was in hollywood like this was not you know i wasn't just, i was hollywood i was at the bet's i was at you know at, at the i was at the oscars i was i was in that world i you know i am one of the parties that w i was at was at the olsen twins with paris hilton with jared leto with so i really was in that world and that was a world where you didn't have social media you didn't take pictures of your friends it was weird like yeah. back before you're not just taking selfies on a tuesday night with your friend those are your friends you don't take pictures of your friends it's weird <laughs> so now it's a whole nother thing which you know it's a whole nother thing but when you do move to another city you realize that there are so many opportunities that you can create for yourself and if you're scared of losing your network here 
I'm telling you, I was going back and forth so many times and every time I'd come back, I'd be like, wow, ça change pas. Like people yeah. will always be there. Your friends will always be there. But now go get other ones and grow your network. And then you can see how phenomenal this world is and how you can learn from so many other experiences and so many other people, not just this little world that is your city or that is Toronto or that is an hour away flight. Yep. Yeah, I, I definitely feel the same way. I just came back from Thailand, Hello. from from Bangkok for, right? for a client. We filmed over there. Um, I filmed content for for their restaurant, and it's a totally different culture. But now that I've um, I went last year, and I'm I just came back like f this year. I went for like four four weeks, and I'm developing tons of contacts exactly. over there. Exactly, and it's crazy when you come back here. You have so much more value to provide to the clients that you already have, but also the conversations that you have. Like you can actually share with people, hey, um, I went to Bangkok, yes. I went to Thailand, this is what happened, you know? Everybody, look, it's, all, it's so funny because we live, and you and I are very active over social platforms, and we live in this world of like constant communication, yet people have never been so lonely. They never have been so lonely. I have people that I coach in, in relationships. They have no idea how to date. They're in this mm -hmm. world of this social media kind of bullshit, swipe left, swipe right. They don't know how to speak. They don't know how to really approach someone rather than you go home and then all of a sudden you're stalking them online. But there's so much world to discover if you just yep. put your phone down and you start with these real true connections and what's really fun when you especially travel in worlds like you know for you bangkok that's amazing for me it was you know Kauai in hawaii and yep. it was so what was really magical about it was i was coming from a place of you know speaking like i was just speaking after speaking and it was like these big stages and 700 people and 1200 people and I would come and I was you know and I'm very like Tony Robbins trained so I'm very pa -pa -pa powerful I land in Kauai and all of a sudden everybody is just you know it's all about being raw and meditation and qigong and living from a space of total abundance but not financial abundance you know yeah and i just learned so much from these people that were making you know like it wasn't about the money and here i was in la just like hustling for that money and i was like but what are we missing right yeah yeah but I, there's something to say to that in the sense that i think you need to experience it mm -hmm. before you can actually you know l l like yourself talk about it because a lot of people they I think they use that as an excuse not to do, especially if they, let's say you're, you went to a retreat, yeah. you're doing meditation yes. and all that. And I've done meditation since I was 12 years old. So I'm, I'm not like saying I don't like meditation, but I don't use it as an excuse not to execute, Absolutely. which I feel like a lot of people, like they think it's either this or that, but the perfect balance is actually to have both. To and, I, and to me, that's where I live from. When yeah. I was in Kauai, yeah, I woke up, I did Qigong, I meditated, but I did five coaching calls over Skype a day at $500 an hour. I'm yeah. not saying be broke. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that is not, that is not, I'm literally opposite of that. However, I'm saying let's bridge the gap. What do you love? What are you passionate yes. about doing? Yeah. And then do that and make a shitload of money doing that because guess what? You will love every single part of it. This weekend, I worked 
my entire week. I don't know a, a minute where I wasn't actually working, but I love it. And you, it doesn't, and you don't actually count it. I don't count it. Exactly. I, was, I don't count it. And it just, and it shows up because when you're in a space where you're starting to manifest the right kind of people in your life, the right kind of opportunities in your life where energy flows, it just keeps going. And remember like, you know, when you say, oh, I'm on a roll. Well, why? Because you're, you're feeling it. And yep. it's all about these constant feelings and people get attracted to people like that. Why do you think people are like giving me these opportunities? Why do you, how do you have so much energy? I'm so fucking tired. I'm exhausted, but I love what I do. And I love these moments of sharing, you know, with yep. the right people that really turns me on. And I love this. So I come from a space of inner energy, not just, you know, I don't need to sleep eight hours to be up and at it. You know, to me, it comes from inner. But in order for it to come from this inner space, you have to be really, really clear on what you're creating. And then you create that space for it to show up and then you just fucking hustle. So yeah, yeah. it's I agree with you because it's it's funny because a lot of people say, oh, you know, it's, life isn't just about money. No, but once you create a, a life that you want, you can bring in so much added value because people will pay for those kinds of services and those kinds of businesses and what you're passionate about. Yep. All you need to bridge the gap is how do I convert to sales? That's it. Definitely. Was this, um, was this outgoingness positivity that you have now, was it always part of your life or did you develop it over year, the years? I think to me, I just got burnt a lot. Like I just really did. Like I just, I've always been a super, super happy kid, but I went through a lot, a lot when I was a kid and um, it just made me really, really strong. So, you know, in life, like you can either be broken down by experiences and people and, and, and life, or you can just choose to make that fucking make you stronger. And it just makes me stronger. And yeah. I'm very strong, but from a place of, you know, I've, I've, I see people. I read people. I studied, you know, body language. Why? For a reason. Because I was like, wait, something's, you know, why are people showing up? And I just want, I don't, I don't have envy. I don't have jealousy. I, I don't come from that space. I don't know that. I, yep. That's not me. So, but other people do, <laughs> right? Yeah. So I had to protect myself because here I was giving and giving and giving. And then I'd come back and be like, I don't understand. Like, you know, I'm not getting anything from this, right? Mm -hmm. So now I, but that was a, a, a lesson that I need to be thought. So am I going to cry because everybody's trying to take advantage of me and everybody wa just wants stuff from me? Or am I just going to be real smart and just start seeing it and then kind of hibernate and just really share with certain key people that I see bring value into my life? Yeah, it's all about boundaries. Yes. And uh, a lot of times people take it personally when somebody does something bad to them or maybe they don't reciprocate your good behavior towards them you might have given them something and in return they give you zero in return mm -hmm. but a lot of people take that personally and i'm just like okay if you're on your path you're doing the good thing and you're happy you're just going to move on to something else and i always approach a relationship by giving yeah. by being open Absolutely. and if i see that okay the other person doesn't reciprocate and i'm i'm basically just getting leashed off by this other pe person i just move on to someone else mm -hmm. and it's nothing personal nope. it's just about having boundaries and you know sometimes you connect with certain people and sometimes you just don't and it's just some it's just energy it's just connection and mm -hmm. that's okay too you know you can't some people are are it's funny because i have a very outward personality and i you know people think like oh my god she has so many you know she's so out there 
but I'm really not. Like I'm an only child. I need my space. I need my, you know, I, I, I'm very like this. So we really just have to also take the time to get to know the other person, to know how to approach the other person too, yeah. and know that they come with their journey and their baggage and that's cool and that they own. You don't have to own that, you know? So all you can come from is a space of, being there for them, being positive for them, being an ear if they need it, bring value to their life. And if that comes back, that's fantastic. But you don't have to be tied to that. True. Um, do you do you actively go to, because for example, when you were living in LA yes. and you made all these connections, yes. did you actively make it a point to go out and make these contacts or did they just happen naturally by nature of your outgoing personality so here's what happens people tell me all the time oh you know how do like nobody's gonna knock at your door nobody's gonna <laughs> show up at your house like your dream guy is not showing up at your house and knocking your near door you need to make opportunities happen you need to be out there to be able to meet these people you need to put yourself kind of key things if you're not an out going person or you don't like to leave your house will make it a point that maybe once a week you do and make it a point yeah. that you're not just going you know girls let's say even in relationship they'll be like oh i want to find a great guy once a week i go to some club dingy club well that's not where you're gonna meet dream man over <laughs> here right so maybe instead of that start doing a bit of due diligence whether it's in your career whether it's in your business whether it's in your personal life and say what am I looking for? What do I want to manifest into my life in business, in relationship, in friendships? And then where do these people hang out? Where are these, you know, key, uh, these key people that will help me get to a next level into my life? Mm -hmm. Where are they? If, you know, they, they, people tell me all the time, oh, can I take you for coffee? Can I pick your brain? Like if I show you my schedule of this week, you will have a light heart attack. I don't, I don't even have time to pick my own brain, let alone anybody else. However, if you hear I'm speaking here, if you hear that I can coach, if you hear, then take these opportunities, go make a face-to-face, -face. show up where the people that you look up to, the people that could be mentors in your life, the people that could give you one, you know, that can help you up, where are they? Go there. They're well, not going to come to you. Which is interesting because I think that's how we met. That's how we conference. met. Right? <laughs> That's yeah, how yeah. we met and you came and you and and it's I just like I don't know what you do. I don't know. I, I don't care. You were just like a really nice guy who came up to me and you were like, oh, can I do? Um, what did you ask me to do? Not a pot. You were like, it's just like a segment for an Instagram story. Exactly. You were like, can you? I was like, yeah, of course, I'm going to do that. And then it created a connection. And then you have access to me. Right. So create that connection and stay top of mind so that you can have access. And then you just have to feed that relationship, too. Yep. And that's where you really start to have these connections. And now, look, we're doing this next thing. You're going to be doing some other thing and you're going to need me. But we've mm -hmm. done something together. Yep. So now I'm in your network. Right. Mm -hmm. And that's how it works. Sometimes, you know, it's really just about putting yourself out there and giving value added to that other person and then creating something really special. And then you're on to the next thing. Right. Yep. But the person will remember you. And then it's going to be from a space of like, yeah, what do you need? Right. True. Yeah. But nobody's come to your house. Nobody. We're not showing up at your house. Oh, definitely not. And um, this is something that I talk about over and over again. Like the reason why I'm able to meet 
all these amazing people like yourself is because I do go out there and I do mm-hmm. make it a point to go to conferences, to go to uh, to go to meet new clients, to let's say if there's a party that's being thrown or a cocktail dinner, I'm going to be there. There's something for a political party, which some of my friends in Concordia, I went to Concordia as well. Yeah. So Team Concordia. Team Concordia, <laughs> baby. <laughs> I love them. Um, I uh, I make it a point to, to show up at as the, at these events at the, these galas. I was just at Gala Dynasty, yeah, um, yeah. with uh, Angelo Cadet, yeah. And uh, you know, he's actually a connection I made through a friend, which is an MC. His name is Mataya. And you, once you develop these relationships mm-hmm. and you nurture them, and you come from a place, your intention comes from a good place. Yeah. Like people just start talking about you. Exactly. Yeah, they do. And then they'll see, you know, and that's the thing with social media too. It's like, they'll see, oh, you know, my, my people will see we're working together. They're going to click on you, then discover you. And then they're going to maybe contact you and discover other people from you. And that's actually a beautiful part of social media. And that's something that's really magical because we didn't really have that access before. And now you do have that access and some people are very accessible through social media and you can create these connections so that's really nice but all i'm saying is that make sure that you're making this in real life too definitely that you're putting yep. yourself out there that you're not just sending you know messages through linkedin or instagram or any other platform but really showing up to these kinds of places and where are these people going to be that's how you're growing their network mm-hmm. do you do you actually have um uh, some favorite books that that you're because i'm i'm always someone that likes to pick kind of like these things out of the people that are inspiring and whatnot do you do you have some books that you recommend so funny so you said tim ferris before and the four hour work week like (laughs) right when it came out and i remember like i think was i still in la like i just it resonated with me because to me i'm all about this like work smart you know, I'm really, it's funny. I love to work and I, and I really enjoy it, but work smart and create the lifestyle that you want and make sure that your career kind of meshes together too. Right. Yeah. So to me, you know, with these kids and this business and all that, do I have time to sit? And I used to read a book a week. Like I was so into books and now the truth is I have no times for that shit however what I'll read is maybe I'll read like a minute or I'll put on a little minute podcast or I'll get to a space of like getting my mind because you have to constantly feed your mind yeah right and you have to constantly kind of check back in with yourself and say okay what am I actually learning today so that every single day you're learning one more piece of information that just goes into your toolbox. You never know when you're going to be able to take it out, but sometimes it just comes really, really magically. And I'm all about bio. I'm, I'm all about business books. I just love, and I love biographies. I love, you know, that's what I love because to me, it's all about, well, what's the journey, right? What's their journey to get to where they were. And once you can, and you, you do this with your podcast and it's great because you get to understand what got us to where we are because everybody, you know, wants to, to, to ride with you in the jets and in the planes and everything where you are when you're successful. But you have to understand the journey that came yes. and the struggle that came, yep. you know, because there's struggle. Anybody that tells you that like, no, it came so easy is bullshit. You know, it's bullshit. That shit's hard and it's lonely and it's not many people get it. But once you get to that like magic sauce of like what got them there and you can get one or two tips from them, you're golden. You're like, you're, you're sidestepping so many mistakes that other people could be making, but 
you'll just get one tip that I'll say like, nah, I, I went through that. That's not good. Don't do that. Right. True. Um, I actually like, um, for biographies, I'm someone that reads a lot of biographies yes. too, just because of the tips from one, like avoiding the mistakes, but also for relatability. Yes. A lot of times, like if I find someone that comes from same background as me, that doesn't have much mm -hmm. and that kind of rose from that, it gives you a reference experience to say, Hey, if that person did it, like why the hell can't I, yeah. which a lot of times people see someone that's successful. They think. That person was born that way, yeah, you know what I mean? Nice. For some reason. Like, what? <laughs> <laughs> and that's, it's funny because that's the reason why I started sharing on my stories. And I'm super active over social media and on my stories because to me, I'm a speaker. So taking my phone and putting it in my face, I'll never redo a story. I really don't give a shit how I look. Like, I'm just not that girl. But yep. what I'm into is showing people because I have a very, you know, for me, to show our next generation of women, especially, I love you men, I coach a lot of them, but for women to show them, look, if you want to get to where you want to get to, here's what you're going to have to do. If I can give you a great tip to start your day, if I can get into your head and show you that like, look, yeah, it might look all glamorous, but this is how much I'm working. Look, it's Sunday. I'm planning my week. Look, it's Monday. Here's my day. Here's my, you know, so that we can start having this relatability, but not just the relatability, but this inspiration of like, oh, I can do that too. But what, what through stories, why I actually really like them is because you're going to see me struggle with some kid in my hand, the other kid, me trying to do this, but some kid coming to my, like, like that's just real life, right? And you'll see the husband, you'll see my, just really the behind the scenes of these, these different parts of your life that are you're all trying your best to balance and manage and do your best so mm -hmm. other people whether it's from a student perspective a career perspective a mom perspective can go okay she has it's two o'clock she hasn't showered either it's gonna be okay yeah. oh it's you know and yeah. relate and just be like it's okay like so many we times we don't all have it under control no you know? <laughs> like some days your hair is gonna be great other days it's gonna be all up and fucked up that's fine everybody you know it's really yeah. not about this superficial space but it's really about what is coming out of your mouth and what can i bring of value to other people that's what it's about so you have like a pretty packed schedule do you do you ever <laughs> it's <laughs> she's crazy. like just it's, talking about it she's like ah shit <laughs> it's crazy. yeah it's nuts do but. you have any like um because you probably plan your days oh, ahead yeah, yeah. and all that yeah. but do you have any morning routines that you do like let's say first 60 minutes of your day does it Do you have a morning routine? Okay. So do you want like the coach kind of very Instagrammable, very kind of professional, what my morning routine should be? Or like, do you want the real shit that really I actually... <laughs> um, what happens most often? So what happens is, <laughs> listen, I used to be the biggest, you know, I was the biggest believer of that 60 minute before anybody wakes up and your morning routine. Now with a 19 month old baby, a six year old daughter, daughter, three stepsons, a husband, a very, very packed coaching and speaking schedule. My more, I'm so tired. Like I don't sleep enough. I get it. I'm clear with it, but it's working for me right now. So in the morning, my alarm clock is just, it's, it's really painful. So I just, I would love to say that I meditate and I take me time and I take a real space, but I'm not, I'm going on serious caffeine. I'm running to get my daughter up. <laughs> okay. She never wants to get up this kid, but it, on the weekend though, she's up. 
on the weekday, she's like, I'm trying to put clothes on her while she's sleeping. It's a big fucking mess. I wish it was better. It's not. So then it's lunches, getting her to have breakfast. She wants protein shakes every morning. I mean, you know, I'm like, no, have that. Like she's like, no, I want to shake. Then Yanu, which is my 19 month old baby. Yeah. He needs to be up too. So I have like one kid in one hand putting him to breakfast while the other one I'm trying to get her out the door. And then once she's out the door, then I do have this half hour between Yanu really needing to like get out of my house and and him kind of being on his chair. Um, but now he's into to two teeth brushing. So now he's in my bathroom brushing his teeth for half an hour while I try to take a shower and get ready anyways honestly it's a shit show okay. i mean i hope yep. can we re-interview me in a year and i'll tell you a great i can tell you what should be a 60 minute morning no no you, honestly, but this shit is nuts right now i love i love the authenticity listen it's not cute it's not cute <laughs> i get some stories uh, in but good. it's mostly yanu running around brushing his teeth me being half naked trying to put something on dropping him off at school and then by the time they're all out like then i start coaching at 9 30 and then my day goes back to back and then i'm really structured until they come back mm -hmm. and then it's another shit show so that's just yeah so you, you. you kind of find order in the chaos I do, kind of. <laughs> I do my best. Yeah. And I try to like get my breakfast and coffee in, but I don't know. It's a shit show. I, I, I you know, I'll get better at that. <laughs> <laughs> I think, I think we all do. Like it's a day to day process. It's the same with me. Like as much as I want to be on point every day, you're going to have some good days. You're going to yes. have some bad days. Yes. <laughs> my morning routines are just, let's go. Put your clothes on. Come on. And like lunches. And then I just run out of ideas to give her lunches. Like I just, yeah. you know, I need more lunch ideas. That's what I need in my life. But <laughs> yeah. Um, do you, what's the worst advice uh, that you've heard in your sector? Like let's say life coaching. Ugh. What is the worst advice that you hear coming up over and over again? I have to tell you, I am, you know, here's my, I hear so much shit advice. It's not even normal, but I'm going to tell you, the best advice of how to get out of all this worst advice is always look at where the advice is coming from. Okay. Mm -hmm. I hear every day, like I'm coaching all every day, you know, someone that's going through a divorce or that's going through something really, really traumatic is going to tell me, you know, some shit advice that her friend said that she's also like, where is this coming from? You know, if I give you financial advice and I'm broke, maybe you shouldn't be taking my advice. Yeah. If I'm giving you marriage advice and I'm divorced, maybe that's not the right advice to take either. If I'm giving you career advice and I'm making whatever and not figuring it out, like, you have to stop listening to everybody because people, for some reason, love giving unsolicited advice. Me, people yeah. don't do that so much for some reason because I'm really not open to it. And I'm like, how's that working for you? Yeah, right? exactly. Like, how is that working for you? Like, I will not, please don't take my 60, like my 60 minute morning routine advice because it's shit. I'm not doing great right now. Mm -hmm. So I'm not going to, I can give you my coaching one and I'll tell you what you should be doing, but I'm not going to give you me as an example because it's a bit of a shit show. However, you want to plan your day. You want to make, you know, 50, 100, whatever you want to make a month. I could get you there. Financially, money, building a business, that's easy for me. So come and see me for that. But come, don't come and see me for things that I might not. I'm not a good chef. I suck at cooking. Please, don't ask me for a recipe, <laughs> right? Yes. But if I see you cooking. Can I ask you for a smoothie? 
I can I make such good shakes. <laughs> no, no, you don't even understand. <laughs> such good shakes, such good workouts, all that good stuff. Yes, but the stuff that I don't have any skill sets on. Yep. Like my, I have on Instagram, these girls asking me for my makeup routine. That's not my platform. There's a million of them out there. Yep. Come and see me for things that I have skill sets and I can bring value out of and I have credibility. Always look at credibility. Unfortunately, with Instagram right now, there's a lack of true credibility. Where are these credentials, right? True. So true. before you ask for advice or before people give advice, one, see if the person's even open to your advice. Maybe I don't even give a shit what you're about to tell me. Exactly. Because my mind's already made yeah. up. Like, I'm launching my retreat next. I really don't give a shit. If you like where I'm going to go or not, that's where I'm going to go. So mm. before people give you advice, one, make sure that you won't want to hear it. Because if somebody, and somebody will tell me sometimes, be like, can I can I give you a piece of advice? And I'm like, no, I'm good for now, but thanks. Like, And I'm very quick, because I don't want it to come into my space or into my mind. Like, Watch what you bring into your mind and into your space. It's so precious. Because even if you think you don't give a shit, it's still going to fuck with you. So yeah. just shut it down before it even starts. I find that so rude, though, to start like a, <laughs> to, to actually say that to someone. Can I give you a piece of advice? No, like, <laughs> it, it is. And one, it's totally unsolicited. I'm not open to it i didn't ask for your advice i'm just telling you something that's really exciting that's happening in my life yeah. so unless you're on board and on support board like the rest is really not of any interest to me at all so you can keep your advice to yourself <laughs> on but thanks <laughs> <laughs> thank you very much but thank you very much <laughs> on, mic drop on ig <laughs> mic drop let's stop the interview right now <laughs> on on ig you're sharing a lot of like we said, on stories, what you're doing on your day-to-day -day basis, like what you're working with, coaching clients, uh, family time. How do you handle work-life balance? I is that is that a thing or is it? It's so fucking good. I'm so good at this. I'm telling you, that's okay. the one thing, and that's why I shared on my on my stories is because one thing that I've really been able to master is not master. We're all doing our best. And some days are great, some days are not. But I've been able to master being okay with it. Just. You know, some days my kid's going like hair done, super cute. She's like matching and shit. Other days it's like, want to wear pajamas? Go ahead. Part princess dress? Princess dress works. Don't brush your hair. I don't give a shit. Like it's really about being okay with what's showing up. But for me, I'm, I, I run a, a, a very big business, very several, many businesses. I help my husband in a huge way. I, my mom life is the most important thing. So it's all about kind of balancing this world and including them into my world too. Now, when I do speeches, my husband's there. My kids are there. I do events. Mia's like there everywhere. You know, I, I really incorporate my friendships into my work. I'm doing this retreat. I'm flying three of them to to where I'm doing my retreat too, you know? Well, <laughs> let's, not let's not reveal before not the announcement. Reveal the, yeah, so, so for me, it's really about including, you know, your people in this work and then being really clear on productivity times when you have to be predictive productive in your career and then being able to shut it off and be mom when you have to be that mom and when they go to bed then give it a little husband time and then you're back to yourself too but it's a lot of work and it's not much sleep but it's also moments right when your kids are that young it's moments it doesn't always look pretty and that's fine but you just have to know that it's like this is the time this is the time right? Yeah. And some days you're building your career, you're at growth and now you're fucking hustling. And other times you're coasting. You're, you know, your career is at a past where you could kind of coast and just 
be happy with your salary and then you'll be hungry again then you'll grind again right so just kind of also knowing the the life cycle of where you are career-wise yeah. life-wise you know in different categories it's interesting that you mentioned moments because I think as human beings, what we remember the most is moments. Of course. And uh, I think a lot of times people mistake spending quantity of time as more important than spending quality of time, which is probably what you're doing is that you're scheduling a certain time that you're going to spend with your kids or with your husband, and it's going to be quality time. And they're going to they're remember that instead of you always being there, but being half-assed there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm all about, but it's funny because it is such a concept that I love, which are moments. I'm all about these moments. I'm all about, we have one life, let's seize it, let's grow it, let's do it, and let's like experience it. That's why even in the events that I'm doing, these retreats that I'm doing, my coachings that I'm doing, I want to fucking give them the best experience in the world because that's what you're going to remember. Yeah. Like, People say, you don't sleep. I don't remember that like, oh my God, that great night of sleep. I don't remember that shit, but I remember the night where I was supposed to go to bed and I ended up saying, okay, I'm coming. And that's the nights that you remember. Mm -hmm. I remember the moments where I woke up in the morning. I, you know, I, I did something. I met someone. I went to, you know, I booked a trip. I, those are the times that you're going to remember. So not only do I want to live it, I want to teach it to my kids. Like I want my kid, like she... She's traveled so much. Yanu's been traveling since he's three weeks old. And I just want to bring him with me because every single person told me, you're, you're going to see when you have kids, everything is going to change. And I was like, why? I want to be that mom that brings my kids. I want, yeah, it's tough. <laughs> but why can't I create that life for myself? And why can't I create that life for my kids? And maybe show a few moms around the way that like, hey, if you want to do this, here's how I did it. And here's how you can do it too. Yeah. Folks, don't listen to people when they say you can't do something. No, don't. <laughs> Just be like, that's that's no problem. Smile, nod, and go do it anyways. Exactly. Um, on one of your IG posts, which is, I think, probably like a couple of weeks ago, you went on vacation with your husband. Yes. And on the caption, you said, and I found that very interesting, and that's, this is why I want to ask you this question, because you said, like, how does he do it? How does he deal with, like, you being, like, kind of... Who you are, yeah. you being Sonia, yeah. being a life coach, being so busy. Uh, but nobody asked you, like, how do you do it? No. <laughs> no, and it's so crazy because so I got so many comments and and people stops me everywhere. They go, remember that post? They're like, it's true. We all like, everyone asks my husband all the time. Like, <laughs> oh my God, how do you do What do you mean, how does he do it? Like, no, no one ever asked the wife of the husband who travels all the time for work, who stays home late, at, uh, who stays at work late. Nobody ever asked the wives, oh my God, like, how do you do it? take care of all the kids and the homeworks and baths and all this kind of stuff. And, you know, I have tons of friends that their husbands that were in the industry. They go to China for a month at a time. Nobody's going to the wife's. Oh, my God. How are you? <laughs> but yet my husband, you know, because I travel and I had done a, a, a speeches, I, I did like one. I did Montreal, Toronto, Vancouver. I was gone three days. Like I had a nanny at home, too. I, had, you know, I fixed my whole situation. Mm -hmm. But people were like, wow, like. You know, Sonia's traveling a lot. She's doing a lot. So it's really interesting how it's this conversation of this standard of 
us women as wives, we should be completely supportive and okay with our husbands working late and doing all these things. But yet, if roles reverse, we have to ask the husbands, oh my God. <laughs> What's happening? <laughs> what is this yes. wife? Do you know how many people ask me like, hey, but I know you work so much, but like, what does your husband do that you have to work so much? Uh-huh. I'm like, what do you mean? What does that have to do with anything? Like, can I just work because I, I want to work? Yeah. Or like, hey, like I know you like left your business and stuff, but like, did you not get a good? You know, why do you have to work so much? Like, I'm like, I don't understand. Or, or is Alain, is his is his business doing well? Are you? I mean, I don't understand why. My, How people can make those connections? Yes. <laughs> and and why do I understand? It comes from a place of where they're at in their life. However, to me. It has to be with, I have my own goals. And to me, there needs to be a positive role model for our daughters and our girls today that I take very, very seriously. And I want to show these girls that, look, honey, you can do this. You yeah. got this. It's going to be hard. <laughs> it's not going to look cute, but you can do this. And you can have a, a supportive husband in your life that will help you do it. However, you guys have to be a team and you have to be strong and you have to support his drive too. Yeah. You know, it's not like in a relationship, there's a way if you want to be with a, you know, a driven person, you have to be able to support their dreams too. And it's like that in your friendships. It's like that with whoever you surround yourself with. If we're friends, I, I, the first time I met Amir, what did I ask him? He, same thing. He was shooting one of, I was on stage with like Fashion Business Uncovered at Miguel. He was the videographer and I was like, come here, we need to talk. And I was like, I like this. This is good. Blah, blah. He did the video super quick. And I was like, what do you want? And he's like, what do you mean what do I want? I was like, what's the big dream? What do you want? Because if I can get him what he wants, he's going to be epanoui. He's going to be so happy. And that I want to keep close. Yeah. If you get all the people around you that are your key people and you get them what they want and you make them a shitload of money and you make them successful and you make them happy and you make them, they're going to be so happy and so they'll be so loyal and they'll want to stay close because you will always make sure they eat. And a lot of people yeah. don't understand the bigger level of like, it's not about just feeding yourself. It's about feeding your people. It's about feeding mm -hmm. all these people that were with you as you built yourself up. And you remember these people. And it's not using these people, but building them up. And it doesn't matter. Even if I make, if I feed you tons of business and you go off and you do your own thing, it doesn't matter. You don't need to stay here. Go off, do your own thing. And I'll be so happy and proud of you. But yeah. yet there's this tie that we're always going to have because I gave you, you know, I helped you out and you helped me out. And now you go and you do. And maybe we'll find ourselves in five years or 10 years. But that's true connections. And that's true, you know, community and, and, and true value that people can bring to each other. I come from a place of wanting to serve. Like, I just want to serve. I just want to create these amazing moments for other people. And that makes me help happy. Why do you think I went back to coaching? It's not because of, it's not the money. It's not that, uh, it's, I really just want to serve. If I can make people live their best life, if I can make them make a shitload of money doing what they love or have a phenomenal uh, a relationship or great friendships or great, like if that, I can be a little part of that, like, psh, can you imagine my life? That's fantastic. That's value added. What do I need? An extra purse? Like, I don't give a shit. I couldn't care less. I'm yeah. not missing anything financial. I don't, I, there's nothing that, it's not about that. 
right? Mm -hmm. It's about serving. And once you come from a place of serving, watch how, you know, whether you're religious, God, you're spiritual, the universe, it just brings it back. But if you're penny pinching and counting and like me, like I give to charity, give to people, give to your, you know, give. And then it comes back to you in such a huge way. And the right people yeah. manifest themselves into your world. We've talked a lot about success and like also like about the chaos in your life. Yes. I want us to talk a little bit of, about failure now. Mm -hmm. uh, how has an apparent failure in your life set you up for a later success? Or do you have a favorite failure of yours? Oh my God, that's a good question. I, you know, it's funny. Um, what's a failure? I don't, you know, it's funny because one of my defense mechanisms is I don't remember. Okay, it's really funny. And I'm going to tell you this because this is important. I don't remember very much of the negative stuff. I choose not to remember that. If we ever got into a beef and I see you five years later, I won't remember it. Or probably a week later, I won't remember it because I don't hold on to these things. So you'll come back and I'll be, hey, <laughs> what's happening? And I'll be, you know, if, if so many people live in this space of remembering their failures. They live in this space of mm -hmm. remembering what other people did to them. I'm sure I have beef with people or people did. I don't remember it. I don't, I don't mind it. Like if you come to me and you hug me, I won't, I'll be like, that's a good hug. Close enough. I, I don't want to stay in a space of just remembering these negative moments. However, I choose to transition these moments into being like, that's a good lesson. It's a yeah. fantastic lesson. Mm -hmm. Let me not do that again, you know? And for me, I, uh, the, the place where I've, I've struggled a lot is I've, I do give a lot of myself. And a lot of times I've been hurt because, you know, then I give, I give. And then I'm like, oh, that's interesting. You're trying to bypass me now. Really? And, but, I, but now it's beautiful because I see. I just see it. You see and it I'm a mile like, away. Come on, yeah. it's small little city, honey. You think it's not going to come back to me? <laughs> okay, so it's it, but it's it, and then and then they stay at that level. I'm like, that's cool, no problem. And then I move on to something else. So it becomes a place of like where failure for me was. If it's you know, I could look at, I could look at my my business at me like moving away and and not staying for my business, but it brought me to a space of personal development and of coaching and of speaking and of doing what I love. You know, for me, my, the greatest thing, failures, I don't even know what fucking failures are. It's not, it's lessons. What the hardest thing of my life has always, you know, is the, 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 the fact that my mom passed away. That's to me, failures in business and relationships, all this stuff. That's just learnings. Who cares? It's just money. It's just, yeah. just, I don't care about that. But for me, the most challenging thing in my life is, losing my mom and that to me is what I still struggle with it's like that that's the deepest thing that I that I actually give a shit all the rest I really don't care about I'm not stopping mm -hmm. at these things so once you kind of deal with death of 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 you know your parents your your like then you it really puts things in perspective and you're really like okay why do, would I care about anything else that's right so true. if you go through something so traumatic like then the rest is just so pointless and meaningless. Boo, you, you lost your job, you lost money, you lost yeah. friendships, uh, you got divorced, you, who cares? But when you lose someone you really care about, that's where, you know, that's, that's hard. That shit's, that's I'm gonna hard. be honest with you, like, I feel the same way. I, I don't, when people tell me like, what, what are you afraid of and, yeah. and all that stuff? Like, I don't have an answer because I never think about it. Yeah. But I would 
tell them like probably one of the things that I'm most afraid of is things I can't control. Yeah, like too. my family's health. Yeah. But that I'm scared, scared shitless. Yeah, me too. If something would happen, I, I don't know how I would react. Yeah. And you know, to me, I, I like even the whole, I, I, it's funny because I, I have, I coach doctors, I coach nurses, I coach, and I always go like, wow, like I'm not that strong. Like you can't put me in a hospital. Like I don't like seeing people hurt because I can't do anything about it. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm really good at fixing shit. Like that's just, you know, I ran businesses because I know how to fix issues. I, I, I don't mind that. I deal with high stress. That's fine. But in a place where I can't control it, it freaks me out. I, I don't deal well with it. So when my, my mom's health, you know, she had two cancers. It was pancreatic and liver cancer. Mm -hmm. And they were giving her three months to live uh, of, of uh, pancreatic because it's terminal, right? And she had an extra two years. But it was such a difficult two years. And to me, a lot of like, I, like my failure, I feel like I wasn't enough there for her. But yeah, that's like tough. Mm -hmm. um, what, what do you, what's the number one piece of advice that you've had in, uh, in your life that you carry with you every single day? Um, oh, there's so many good advice. It's so hard. Like, I just, I think it's like probably that you're just enough, you know? Mm -hmm. I feel like, sorry. <laughs> it's fine. I feel like so many people, um, you know, they're not even, just like be happy with what God gave you, you know? Yeah. Like, you don't have to be so skinny or so tall or so muscular or so rich or so you know just like where you're at now mm -hmm. is is where you need to be you know and as long as you can keep growing from that space i think that's where you, once you're okay with it and just kind of being okay with like i'm okay with right now like my kids are young and my morning routine is a shit show and this part. And I'm okay with it. And I, I, I'm just okay with that being the space right now. Yeah. And then I can grow different areas of my life, you know, and, and focus on the, those areas. But while being just okay. So I think, you know, this, this era of comparing yourself to other people is, is, is really unfortunate because you're missing out on so many amazing moments with your own self and your own family and your own friendships feeling like you're just not good enough. If only you had more money, if only you had, you know, uh, if you only were 10 pounds lighter, if only you were all these little things that make you stop, or if you had a relationship or if you were married or had three kids instead of one kid, then mm. you would be happy. So I just, my greatest advice is just be happy now. Like, Start playing big now because you don't know what tomorrow's going to bring. That's the part where you and I suck at. We can't deal with not being in control. So yeah. we can't control that. What we can control is to just be happy now. So instead of just going for something that you don't yet have, start from a space of being enough and being happy now and then just go get all the extra stuff that you'd like. Yeah, and I think it's um it's also like accountability. A lot of people don't want to assume that they could have it right now. They could be happy right now because they want to blame it on something else. Yeah, like oh, I'm not happy because of this. I can't do this because of that. But once you actually just take the time, you take accountability, you take control of your life, then you can start moving things forward. 
Yeah, I, I, and also don't share. Like a lot of people maybe think that my life is so gifted just because I don't come from a space of whining. I just don't want to because I don't want to create more of it, right? True. It's not that there's not bad things happening or that there's, you know, struggles or I just don't want to put that out there because you end up creating a space where those things can show up. So for me, it's about when people whine to me or they complain to me, you know, real quick, I'll be like, yeah, that's enough with that, you know, because what you speak about comes about. So choose your words wisely in order for it not to make it show up more. I don't know if you can relate to this, but for me, whenever I hear someone complaining or whining, it's actually like a little bit repulsive. I, 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 I feel like because I used to be, I wasn't always positive. I used to be the person that played the victim as yeah. well mm -hmm. and all that. So I had to change that for myself. So whenever I see it in others, I kind of go like, oh, man, you know, you're at this place, which totally sucks. Like, please do not complain anymore. And I just move myself away. And I tell them, like, focus on something else because yeah, but nothing good comes out of funny. that. It's funny, you know, sometimes you see, like... I I don't sometimes you go to a let's say like a girl's night or whatever and one complains about the oh yeah but then it's I can't I I'll walk away I'm so bad at that shit I have no I, <laughs> I don't I don't want to hear it I don't want to like if you want to fix it pay me and I'll coach you out of it like I don't want to stay in that space I don't even want to hear about that stuff I don't like hearing other people's I, I don't, you know, there's, I don't care about other people's stuff. If I'm hanging out with you, I want to know how you're doing. Don't tell me what the other person's doing. And if we can just stay in our lane and start, you know, watering your own plants before you can look at the other grass and see if that's growing more, you know, like just stay in your lane and, and figure yourself out and come from a space of I'm enough. I'm already happy. Yeah, bad shit happens, of course. It happens to everybody. And you can complain about it a bit, but then you need to shift out of like, okay, that's happening to me. It's not making me who I am. Who I am is a person of positivity. Who I am is somebody that takes the negative and switches that shit around. So yeah. let me switch that shit around. And what do I need to create? And what do I need to manifest into my life so that that becomes just a lesson? You know, you like, what's the failure? That's not a failure. That's a lesson. Now, let me take that lesson and let me grow it even harder. And that's where I come tough. I'm fucking tough. Like, you want to come at me? I'm going to switch that shit around and watch where I'm going to go. Because that's my defense mechanism. Because do you see what I mean? Yeah. So yeah. it's not a question of like, I don't have failures. I have them. But then it's like, watch me. Like, right? Because yeah. that's where I go. So instead of staying in this place of victimization and poor me and then having other poor me people around you and then it's just it's funny like misery loves company oh, it's a you're, shit you're, show i you're... hate it like get me out of there i can't <laughs> I, I will walk like i'm a very savage because i don't want this around me if you want to talk to me about other people i won't listen i'll be like i don't know what they're doing that's cool <laughs> right yeah so tell me about you let me figure out on you and let's grow together and create the life that we want to grow. And then let's inspire a shitload of people to do the same for their life. That's amazing. Um, time flies by. It's almost an hour. Wow. Um, do you have any ask for my audience? Where can they find you? Uh, events that you're going to do you're going to do your retreat yes soon, yes so i want to launch it so much it's going to be so amazing <laughs> um yes so they can definitely follow me on instagram that's a platform where i'm really active they can go to soniazarbatani.com and book a coaching session with me there um and then i'm going to announce my retreat real soon it's going to be really really amazing. amazing there's elite coach sonia happening too and there's i'm 
this is there's it's about creating a community and i'm all about that. do you have like a ballpark of um of the time frame which your retreat is going to happen like oh what? yeah i'm going i'm booking flight like i'm very impatient in life okay <laughs> i think i haven't noticed else, i'm very <laughs> impatient so literally when i'm like i i you know so um yeah i'm leaving i'm booking their flights today um we're leaving april 30th and that's where we're going to create all the content okay amazing. show you guys all the magical place that's going to happen and it's a retreat not just about coaching and business and development but i really want it's all about the mind as well so it's from yoga meditation um fitness nutrition amazing and coaching so it's going to be on a place where there's definitely going to be a beach. You're taking a flight with me. <laughs> We're going to take five days of just pure phenomenal. Like, it's just going to be phenomenal. Like We're going to work on not and just... It's for, for men and women? Yes, okay, both, amazing. both. And, you know, the morning's going to be a little bit more on the personal development side. Like, let's get that. And then in the afternoon, it's going to be like, let's create the amazing businesses and what you want out of your life so that you leave with your mind, your body, and, your, and, and just like real, a step-by-step -step journey of what's next. Mm -hmm. So that's what I'm into. We're going to announce, literally, I'm... I know myself. I'm probably going to announce it tomorrow. But <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to try and keep it as much. And the, the um, it's probably going to be in June. So Amazing. Yeah. I'll, uh, I'll, I'll schedule a time. You just need to, to schedule yes, and come. I will, I will That's come. That's all you need to yes. do. You just, I'm telling you, the people that I'm going to put together, I'm so all about these experiences. And if you take these experiences, you book these flights, you show up at these places, magical things happen. And I want to share that with my people and with as many people as I can. Amazing. Before I last ask the last question, I want to take a moment to acknowledge you, Sonia, because I think you're someone that even through all you've all you've been through in business, all the knowledge, the wisdom that you have, you're someone that's always open, receptive, positive. And that's one of the reasons why I did walk up to you to that conference is because even though you were the speaker, even though you could just be like, okay, I do my speech and then I'm out. I'm out. You yeah. know what I mean? Which is which which is not uncommon, but uh, you're someone that always shows up. You're always receptive and uh, you're sharing valuable advice, not only for business owners and entrepreneurs but for you know young women that want to aspire to be leaders after like when when they grow up or people that just want to chase their passion yeah so uh, thank i want to acknowledge you because it's amazing that you're doing this and you know what it's it's all about these these great interviews that you do with phenomenal people that will give your listeners and your audience a platform for them to get great tips and for them to have access to people that they maybe didn't know and that for them to get access to you as well so that's amazing i'm super happy we're doing this and yeah I, you're amazing. very happy to be here <laughs> um so my last question imagine right now this is hypothetical okay i love this, a good hypothetical this mic is connected to the whole world wow you can talk to the every kind of power i love yeah. <laughs> you can talk to the whole world right now you have 30 seconds wow. what would you say what would your message say to the world and why my message to the world is one that i said was the most important message is that come from a place of knowing what's in your heart really take the time to get to know yourself mm -hmm. shut all of the noise out come from that space where you can understand who your true self is make that be enough make that be who you are and then come and create the life that you want based out of what god gave you 
as that gift. We all have a gift. We all have that one magical super sauce that he gave you and not anybody else. So it's for you to come from that space, develop that space, and then share it with others because it is not for you to keep that. God, spiritual, whatever you believe in is not giving you something because you, Martin, are some special being. He gave that to you so that you can take it and share it with others. Because until you learn how to share it with other people, you will not truly understand what true contribution is in this world. So if I could speak to every single person in the world, I would come from a space of you're enough. You got this. You already getting more skill sets, getting more tips, listening to one more podcast or YouTube or this and that will be great. And that's all part of the message. However, you have a gift. Find out what that is. Develop that gift. Surround yourself with people that can help you grow that gift. And then you come from a space of let me share it. Let me give value to the people that are around me because what we live for is connection. Stuff is only stuff. We can have a cool mic. We can have nice clothes, but it's only stuff. It's not going to get you anything. You'll have a momentary that was fun and then you'll be done with something else. But true contribution of making a difference in the world and of helping people get to what they want in their life and for you to be that vehicle to be like, let me help you out and come from a space of service. That's where the true, true magic happens. That's my message. Sonia Zarbatani. Thank everyone. you so much for having High me. High five. High five. Now we can do a mic drop. Mic drop. <laughs> mic drop. We're done. Thank you so much for tuning in and listening to this episode. It would mean the world to me if you actually went on iTunes and left me a review. If you want to one star this show, all good. I guess if you want to five star it all the better and please do yourself a favor and go follow Sonia Zarbatani that's at Sonia Zarbatani at S-O-N-I-A Zarbatani Z-A-R-B-A-T-A-N-Y at Sonia Zarbatani thank you for watching the show and uh, until next time